TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. It's the Beer Show with Chris Reavers and Mike Fratelloni. You're darn right it is. It's the Beer Show here on Score North on 1500. And, of course, you can find us online at scorenorth.com and also available on the all-new Score North mobile app for both your Apple and Android devices. We are live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. My friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits, they are the official refueling station of the beer show and have been for seven plus years now. Ryan is here uh, uh, representing Elevated this evening. And folks, if you're not familiar with them, then shame on you uh, because they do have the two best bottle shops in the Twin Cities. It's not even close. You can visit my store, which is in South Minneapolis at Hiawatha and 42nd, or... You can go where Ryan just came from, which is the White Bear Lake store at Highway 61 and 4th Street in downtown White Bear Lake. How was that trip from White Bear Lake to the studios today, you sir? Know, I, was, I was telling Mike in the green room, it, it was really quick. You know, I oh, was really? in rush hour. I, I was just ripping down 36. Okay. I got here, I don't know, it was like maybe 20 minutes or That's something. Cool. I don't think everybody has school today. I think some people have grading. What? I don't, I don't know. My kids didn't have school last week sometime. I don't know. I don't know what it well, is. Well, that was MEA. Couple no, weeks ago. No, no. This Monday they didn't have school. Oh, really? I don't know. They Veterans just randomly closed. <laughs> Although that was uh, maybe what, that's Veterans just what they Day. told you so they could stay it was, home. It was Veterans Day. Ah, uh, maybe that's yeah. what it was. All right. So um, let's let's touch back on this really quick because yeah. I got a couple of really cool emails about people that sought out and tried the new elevated app and they wanted to thank you guys for providing the service and just how cool, unique, and also helpful that it is so tell the listener about it again yeah you know for those that don't know we recently launched our web store which features delivery powered by postmates and for those that have used postmates you know it's kind of like the bite squad of retail right they will pick up the order from elevated for you and bring it to your home we have uh, access to our web store both through our website and through an app for both uh, Apple and Android. So go to your app store, just start seemingly snowballing every week right now, no pun intended. And uh, a lot of people are finding a, a lot of good value in it. Of course, for the convenience, a lot of times these orders are coming to people's homes within 30 minutes to a half an hour, or 30 minutes to an hour. And uh, also for bulk orders, you know, if, sure. you're, if you're an office manager or something like that, a business owner, and you want to reward your staff, People are doing some big orders that way, too, on Thursdays, Fridays, as, as a way to, to say thank you. Well, if you're hammered at home. Watching just, the Vikings game, like I neighbors, mean, yeah. Doesn't that happen to other people? I think so. Am I the only one who gets hammered at home and thinks, I'd like more booze? I, would just want, thing for I sure. want one more 12-pack. Yeah, I just want just <laughs> one more. But honestly, what I was thinking ask. of, Mike, and, and you hit on it, but part of what I was thinking about was, you know, a lot of people are entertaining right now. They're mm-hmm. having families come over. You know, you yeah. we, we host... Two different family gatherings for both Thanksgiving and Christmas every year. And, you know, obviously I live outside of that radius, but my God, if I didn't, or if I did, I should say, I would absolutely utilize it. Yeah, this. and you mentioned the radius. Most, for the most part, that's the 694, 494 loop. If yep. you're inside mm-hmm. of that loop, you're going to have access. A pretty good deal at that yeah, point. Yeah, to our, uh, to our app. In fact, um, all the merchandise is coming from the Minneapolis shop right now. So the closer you are to the Minneapolis store, the better your delivery fee is going to be. But that's generated right at the point of checkout. Uh, again, if you're in South Minneapolis, anywhere in Minneapolis or St. Paul, it's pretty reasonable. Uh, you know, we've talked about the story of uh, even talking about it on the air. And the last time I the, we did this, I think it was we were talking about Fling, right? The canned mm-hmm. cocktails. Yeah. And while we were on the show, there was a guy who went onto our web store. Bought, yeah, I think like a case of each of the flavors. That's cool. Had them shipped to his or delivered to his uh, his home in St. Paul while we we're on the air. 
you know, which is really cool. Which is and, just cool. And I, and I want to mention, we're, we are running a promotion every Thursday now for Beer Show listeners. If you order uh, anything from our store, $30 or more, while we're on the air, really anytime Thursday for the most part, you'll get $3 off of your delivery compliments of Elevated. Oh, cool. So the code is Beer Show, one word. And if you go plug that in at the point of purchase and you spend $30 or more, you'll get a little subsidy from Elevated for uh, for taking advantage. You know, Ryan had the best idea. He said, we should maybe let people know who the guests are going to be next week so they could buy the beer, ah. get it delivered, and then we could all have our tasting notes as they listen. That was a brilliant idea. Was you know why it was so brilliant? Because, yes, it was, it, was, <laughs> it was Mike Fratelloni's idea. I still we, think I'd like to give credit where credit's due. We, yes, and I do too. And we've since implemented that. Oh, we have? Yes. And so when we put out uh, our, our post on our social channels every Thursday before the beer show, we let people know who's going to be on, and we let them know that So code. what would people have ordered today, then? Who would they order? Well, as I mentioned... We had uh, we had a representative from Fling with us last time. This guy represents for a lot of great uh, brands and breweries. He must we be got, good at his job. He, he might even be the most frequent guest on the show. I think so. As a result, uh, we got Sean Sean Wolf in studio with us, representing for Boulevard tonight. Welcome back to the show, man. Thanks for having me, guys. How it's, you doing, uh, man? It's great to be back. For I don't know, it's got to be. A dozen plus times. You're probably the leader in the clubhouse in terms of visits to. to we got Quam and him. Yeah, Quam. Yeah. You and Quam are probably neck and neck right now. I'm still gonna go make a certificate at home that says better than Quam. <laughs> we'll all sign it. That'll be cool. Uh, so, what is new with Boulevard, sir? Well, it's uh, our 30th anniversary. Congratulations, right man. That's great. Um, cool. It's literally we we time this out pretty good when uh, me and Ryan meet pretty much at the beginning of every year and kind of plan out the year. And when we looked at our calendars, uh, November 17th is kind of a big star on my calendar because that is the 30th anniversary of Boulevard. Uh, not a whole lot of breweries get to say that these days. So and- do me a favor, Sean, because, uh, you know, what we do is we know you really well. You know the beer show listeners. You know this market really well. But not everybody knows where Boulevard is. What, you know, we know now it's 30 years old. Give us a little bit of the background. So I'll give you the story. So Boulevard is in Kansas City. Like I said, 30 years old, same spot the whole time. Uh, we were founded by John McDonald. Uh, and his story is very similar to a lot of the old school breweries he that have been around farm, for a long right? time. No. Uh, <laughs> He almost made it nine minutes in without a really terrible I'm like joke. A Twelve-year-old like boy. The dad joke. Okay, the yes. day. It was the worst. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Uh, no, he, you know, he he found himself uh, overseas uh, in London and Belgium, Germany, and and kind of experiencing beer for the first time outside of the the classic macro beers that you found in America, and kind of had that epiphany of. I want to go create these kind of beers in America. And he did that uh, and came back to Kansas City and started to do that uh, and really started getting going in 1988 Mm -hmm. uh, with the first official beer being sold November 17th, 1989 to a beer called Ponax, which is right down the street, Southwest Boulevard in Kansas City. Uh, Cool little Mexican bar that is still there to this day. Cool. Right down the road. uh, And you can go drink a pale ale. 30 years later, right now, uh, after he served the first keg. I, I may have told this story before on the show, but it, it's, a, it's a funny one, and it's the, the story of his first keg delivery. So he brewed pale ale, first beer ever made, brought it down to Ponex. They tapped the keg, uh, had a lot of the, the regulars and stuff hanging out there, drinking beers and stuff. And I think the first two or three guys that got their first pints turned to John and said, John, this is the worst beer I've ever had in my life. <laughs> oh, no. Luckily... Everyone else in the place loved it. Really? And that keg sold out that night. So it just uh, goes to show that 
Not everyone loves everything, right? And uh, palates change over time. And especially 30 years ago, craft beer certainly wasn't what, what it was or what it is today. Uh, and so we're very fortunate enough that um, our beer has stood the test of time and has actually just accelerated and accelerated as uh, as the times get more challenging. But, you know, you, you, you mentioned that, and I know a lot of the craft brewers kind of have that first initial no. I mean, case in point, Omar Ansari, he loves telling mm-hmm. the story. Actually, I should say Mike loves asking him about the story it's every time he comes story. on. But, you know, Omar dealt with that, what, 10, 12 years ago? This is 30 years ago right. when it was a complete, the landscape was completely different than it was back in 2005. And your first There's, beer was an IPA, say again? What was the first beer? A pale Oh, okay. yeah, so, so at, at least it was something someone maybe had heard of. Kind of, but at that yeah. time, I mean, hoppiness was not a thing. No. I mean, pale ale back then was what IPA is today. Yeah. It's like a double the, IPA now. Basically. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's much more of a, I mean, it's stylistically, it's much more of a malt backbone and stuff to it. But again, back in 1989, people weren't drinking beers with any kind of hops for mm-hmm. the most part. I mean, we're, we're very fortunate that we're in a very fun and exclusive club. Like, guys like Sierra Nevada and Sam Adams and Anchor Steam and stuff like that that were doing that 30 years ago. There wasn't <laughs> there wasn't very many of them happening, right. and, and the ones that were are uh, a lot of them outside of those guys are, are not around You know, anymore. and it's one thing to, like, have a struggle selling somebody because they don't like the look of your shirt, but if they don't like the flavor of your beer, it's like, how do you change someone's taste buds to like the flavor of your beer? It was just good enough that enough people said, wow, the more I have of this, the more I like it, and now my palate's refined and changed. Not and, even refined, and that, changed. And that came from the epiphany that I had even over in Europe, I mean, which is very different stylistically compared to making a pale in America when you're talking about a Belgian blonde or a Belgian triple or something like mm-hmm. that, but just different is what they were going for. Mm-hmm. Guys like John or Greg from Stone or something like that yeah. that came back and was like, you know what, we want to give the people something different, they, something more complex, something with a little bit more... Uh, excitement to the beer than what we're used to drinking and John was able to do that and then even build on that because Pale Ale was our first beer that we made but it wasn't the beer that built the brewery which is a little different than most breweries you look at like a Boston Lager for Sam Adams and that like stuck through and built that brewery where it actually ended up being unfiltered wheat for us that built our brewery. And that's the beer that everyone that knows Boulevard especially in the Midwest knows us for unfiltered wheat and for the longest time was Upwards of 50 to 60% of our business at certain times. So unfiltered wheat, I assume it's cloudy. Yep. So instead of getting a crisp, clean Miller Lite like they've all been getting, someone's pouring a beer and saying, what's wrong with your beer? I mean, literally people had to think something was wrong with it. Well, the interesting thing about that is there's a little background to that story on how unfiltered wheat came is when we first started selling wheat, it was not unfiltered wheat. It was just a wheat beer mm-hmm. without that kind of cloudiness to oh. it. And that was something that John never really wanted to do, but was kind of talked into mm-hmm. the first couple years. And I think that first year or two, sales were not very exciting. It wasn't doing what anyone hoped. And so John was like, screw this. I'm going to do it the way I wanted to do it. And just absolutely caught fire. We were essentially the original hazy beer. Really? Wow. I did not know that. Yep. Uh, Boulevard Brewing Company, the guest here on the Beer Show, and per usual, two tastings at our friends at Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Uh, tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location, and Saturday at the White Bear Lake Store from 3 to 5 p.m., you can sample Boulevard Brewing Company for fee, Ryan. Right, yeah, so a lot of great mainline stuff. You know, we've, we've kind of hit on a, a couple of those already. <coughs> but Boulevard, you guys do some incredible uh, bigger beers barrel-aged beers, sours. What's available right now from Boulevard in that capacity? So we are very fortunate and blessed to have one of the largest barrel-aging facilities in the country. There's only a few breweries out there that can 
put out barrel-aged beers year-round uh, on a consistent, regular basis. Most breweries are are doing you know very limited uh, releases because it's it's hard to keep a inventory of barrels. Uh, we, like I said, fortunately have over five thousand barrels in our in our facility and are able to continuously make uh, beers. So on a regular basis uh, that you guys always carry at Elevated is a beer called Burn Barrel Quad and a Whiskey Barrel Stout. They're available in 12-ounce bottles, four-packs. Uh, and then we're always, uh, again, playing with innovation and limiteds and stuff like that. So obviously, in honor of our 30th anniversary, uh, we have a 30th anniversary beer, which cool. comes in a beautiful uh, tin, much like you would see in a, a, a fine whiskey or scotch. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. That's what I thought you had. Reavers, no. you're going to tweet this, right? Yep. Okay, because that is a beautiful package. I've never seen a beer come like that. Maybe oh. I should take my inhaler out of the shot. <laughs> no. Maybe that'd be cool. You could take it out of the take It would definitely make it cooler. <laughs> and Mike, look at the back of the, the, the box that we're calling yes. it. Yes. Yeah, uh, yep. Look at what's blended into this beer. It's Look, eight I mean, different blends. Yeah, it's imperial uh, stout, a imper- uh, different imperial stouts, a Belgian, a couple different, Bel- three different Belgians, a double mashed imperial stout. I mean, that's all in that. Yes, mix. we have some of the best blenders in the industry. Uh, and so with the 30th anniversary, we wanted to do really something special. We're already blending on a consistent basis with those beers I mentioned. Whiskey Barrel Stout, Burn Milk Quad, we affectionately call it BBQ, obviously in the Kansas mm. City world. Nice, Works out pretty nice. slick. Uh, <laughs> but with our innovation beers, and especially the 30th anniversary, we, we want to do something a little bit bigger, bolder, and special. And so what bigger and bolder than dedicating ourselves to doing eight different blends of already blended barrel-aged beers. Is this oh. super, super limited? Yes. Okay, so um, tell me... I believe me. you guys got another case. Well, I, yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> we've already sold out of it. That's yeah. how quickly it's Holy been going. cow, but it's I already would, gone. <laughs> I would bet that there's some out there in the market. I don't like to steer anybody towards other shops, but Elevated. But for this particular beer, you want to keep an eye out for it, especially if you're not one of our regular customers. Okay, Ryan, so I have this beer. I get it. It's... um. I, I have a bar at my house. You probably yeah. know that, right? right? How do I age this beer, or can I age this beer? Because this is too good looking to just take out of there and just drink it right off the bat. I agree with you that it's, it's certainly a showpiece. It's one you want to hang on to for a while. But I, you know, we always tell people this: it's the beer that's in the bottle is what the brewers and the blenders wanted you to drink. Okay, right? so they want so you to taste it fairly early. They want they want you to drink it now. Oh, he's going to pop now, it open right now. Hold on. You guys keep talking. We're Could it okay. develop and get better? Absolutely. Okay. Do you run the risk of... <laughs> oh, that was cool. That do you run the risk crazy. of it getting Don't worse. worry, Jonathan. Yes, nobody got shot. Okay. You're just opening up, up the beer. Yeah, you open yourself up to some risk of oxidation and you know maybe, maybe there's something else that's going on in your uh, cellar. Who knows? And a lot like of people stupidly leave them on top of the refrigerator because they get that little rack that Oh, it's yeah, in. It's yeah. like, oh, you're destroying that There's beer. So many different variables. Okay. So you know, if you have a, if you, if you want, what I would recommend with something like this, if you can do it, buy Two one bottles. to drink right away. And yes, lay oh, one down. Uh, yeah. so I'll tell you, what was your I'll, advice other than drink one? I didn't hear. Lay that. one down in the cellar too. Yeah. Oh, I cellar. Buy two sure. bottles, drink one fresh, and then. Age one if you want to. Uh, Are these going to retail for a hundred fifty? No, this is sixteen ninety nine. No, yeah. I mean, the packaging alone is sixteen. I was going to guess at least double that no. based on the packaging alone. Mike's right. I mean, it's gorgeous packaging. Yeah, it's gorgeous packaging. Uh, we like to. I mean, it's it's certainly not the cheapest bottle in the world, but we also like to have it approachable for our customers, where it's not, you know, making them spend 
a, a what ton a of money. gift. But you cool give this about, as a gift to somebody, oh, you absolutely. look like you gave them a hundred dollar oh, bottle. Absolutely, yeah. yes. And the cool thing, I mean, as Ryan was saying, you can drink this stuff fresh, but also you can age it if you want to do because it will take on different taste profiles over time, mm-hmm. um, especially with the, all the different blends that we have. This particular bottle, so for those that may not know, there's you know code it, code dates and stuff on beer for the most part. It's it's not the end of the world, be all, end all, be all for some of these dates. So for this one particularly, this is going to be good, quote unquote, in the bottle until 2022. So you got years that these beers will age, and a lot of times you can go past those dates depending on depending on the style of beer. Now, if you're talking about a fresh IPA, you don't want to wait on something like that. But when you're talking, I don't usually have that blend, problem, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they they go quick in your fridge, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, high ABV multi beers. Yeah, they tend to especially blended. Anything yep. blended for the most part is going to be done in a fashion where they will take on different taste profiles over the years, whether it be from the yeast strains or from the actual barrels that they're aged in. Uh, there's all sorts of different type of funky, earthy, fun characteristics. That My can come mouth from these is beers. actually watering. <laughs> well, let's fix. It. Yeah, okay. Here, so, Sean, I mean, quick question: some of that, as, as you pour, uh, Michael, some of that uh, barrel oh. aged uh, beauty. So, if you are going to sell or said beer for a, for a period of time, what would you recommend that person? And if you mentioned it already, forgive me because I I wasn't paying attention. But what would you recommend then? For uh, cellaring a beer like this. As far as the process? Yeah, where do we keep it? Yeah, but how long should we keep it? First of all, you want to keep it out of any type of light, for the most part, specifically UV light. Even but if it's, it's, in, but the it's in the box. It's if not. it's in the box, you're, it's going to be better. Obviously, most, not many beers come in a tin like this. None. Sure. None uh, do. Yeah, no. and actually, well, there's a couple, and they're from our company. Oh. Uh, but None I haven't seen Boulevard. any others that, yeah. uh, that have, uh, which is a very unique, um, you know, marketing plan for it, which is ex- <laughs> very exciting. But I would put it um, outside of light. You want to keep it really in that 50 degrees or, or less world if you can. I mean, if you if you have like a fridge or something like that, that's great. But if not, you know, it's going to be fine. If you kept it cooler, I mean, would You'd it be smarter? It so yes. would it be okay in your refrigerator? Yes. Okay. It would It'll be, be best. fine in a cooler or a basement. Oh. Okay. Is the best. So it doesn't have to be in the refrigerator, but it would make more sense if you have space in your fridge just to right. like it. It I would develop it, a little slower in, in yeah. a cooler environment, right? I, I convert like a little wine cooler in my basement, so it keeps it at 50 degrees okay. all the time. So I put all my barrel aging or uh, specific lambics that I'll, I'll keep in those. You know, uh, big barrel aged sours are also a really good beer to age over time. Anywhere from some of those will last anywhere from five to 10 years. Uh, I love that you guys are still doing large format bottles too. We had Garrett Oliver from Brooklyn Brewery on the show a few weeks ago. Mike, I think you missed this one, but. What an incredible guy. Yeah. And, and, you know, he joked about the fact that people are getting away from these 750s and 22s now. And it's like, don't you have any friends that, you know, because, <laughs> because no one wants to, no one wants the big bottles because they feel like they can't drink them until they have company over or right. whatever. So we're seeing a, we're, we're seeing a trend towards smaller, uh, smaller format, even for the barrel aged beers. But, I think it's special. I think it's cool. Mike, I know you're a big advocate. I, I love the concept because I love sitting down with a few people and saying, let's taste this and let's spend some time and let's talk about it. And it's instead all about of sharing. just hammer. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's about sharing it's a reason and, and enjoying that experience all together. So I have a quick question, Ryan. Uh, as a, uh, From a retail standpoint, when you're looking at a beautiful packaged uh, bottle of this 30th anniversary ale from Boulevard Brewing Company, was this something where people were seeking you guys out knowing that this was going to hit your shelves on... X, X date at, at X time and that it was going to be gone relatively quickly? It was, it was quickly. definitely highly anticipated and it went really quick. I mean, I don't even know when this was released, maybe a few weeks ago, right? And it's, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was gone within a week or two. And when I called Ryan because I wanted to 
because I actually didn't get any for myself even. Usually I'll, <laughs> so you're usually, trying to get one. Usually I'll go to the distributor and be like, hey, I'm going to grab a case for myself or to give to friends, but I wasn't, they, they pretty much sold out before I could even get to that. So wow. I called him to find out if I could grab because I wanted one for tonight. Sure. To bring to the show, and uh, but yeah. you know, there's some liquor store in Rosemont that accidentally got 24 of them. <laughs> You're right. And they're like, we don't know what we're supposed to do with these. <laughs> that's making it fun of yeah. Rosemont because that's dumb. I live in Rosemont. Oh, you live in Rosemont. <laughs> oh, I totally made it up. Rosemont, you're a great town, but you might not. I have a secret oh, yeah. stash liquor store yes. that carries that yeah, 24. You're, you're that's them why they have the two <laughs> cases. <laughs> yeah, Mike, I don't think the Carver uh, liquor store that I have is going to have two cases. Well, of it's about half the size of the studio that we're oh. sitting in right now, and uh, his uh, his Miller Lights out of date. It's, his Miller Lights out of date. He's not even turning in. I should I shouldn't make fun of him because he listens to the show and he's a really good guy. But and he, even he admits that he's got the smallest liquor store in the state of Minnesota. Anyway, that's all he needs. Is- it's funny because you think you alone. Yeah. No, no, because I'm going elevated. I know, what are you but talking about? you can only go to elevated once a day before they start talking. That's a good point. Um, so I, I, I do like this concept because, as Mike was mentioning, that aside from the fact that you know when you're having a group setting, but you you mentioned it earlier. What I like about this is you know this time of the year. It's it's a perfect gift, or you're 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 going to have people over, or what have you. That's okay. why I think that this kind of and maybe you're seeing that kind of uptick with sales of this nature this time of the season. Yeah, we, with I mean this bottle in particular. Again, wow, look we at don't this have photo. it right now, but we have we have a lot of great bottles like this throughout our stores. Okay, um, great Belgian beers that come in, you know, that's cool. One and a half. Uh, leader bottles. I mean, like sure. really cool, impressive stuff that you can bring to to parties. Anchor Christmas is always a good one. Let me ask you something. The big bottle, okay. Big bottles. Yeah. yeah. So let me ask you this. So on um, Thanksgiving is coming up, and I think grabbing a handful of different bottles. If you were lucky enough to get the 30th anniversary Boulevard, what else would you <laughs> get where you can open them up and then have everyone stand around the table and and because tr- we. Every uh, week on this show, we try six, seven beers, right? right. I mean, yeah. we're trying a lot of things. Yeah. I think we the do? tastings... Oh, well, you don't get to. We do. Um, but I think that's a really cool family thing to yeah. say, hey, this one is really impressive because it's this. What would you suggest we look at? Obviously, this boulevard would be unbelievable to, yeah. to bring to a party. What else would you bring in 750s? Or what other beers do you think would be a cool thing to have? Your aunt who doesn't drink a deep barrel-aged beer would still like that one. Yeah. And I, honest to God, we did this at my sister's house one year, and I took little pieces of paper and I said, give it a grade, right? And let's see which one That's wins. That's super cool, yeah. It was a lot of That's fun. Great. It was a lot I mean, of fun. It's fun to do that with like build your own six-packs, too. It doesn't necessarily have to be these big beers. You can do that with a... That's know, what I was going to say, uh, too. That really, You guys got a great wall. Yeah, yeah. And you can 500, 500 different there, beers. You know, like, yeah. People even make advent calendars out of these things, right? Oh, so it's really oh. cool. But the slam dunk, in reference to what you're saying, those really special, you know, kind of uh, showy beers. Black Friday's coming up, Bourbon County. You got to get out there and get all sure. of that. If, I mean, sure. That's the perfect holiday sharing. I beer. already saw somebody tweet a photo out of one. Yeah, yeah, people leak them early, but they're not supposed to be released until that's Black what Friday. I didn't think. I, I, that's I have, what I thought. My very sweet aunt Bobby, my aunt Bobby, tasted some Bourbon County because yeah. I did this exact thing. It was like I punched her in the gut. <laughs> it's, you know, if you don't yeah. drink beer, oh, yeah. when yeah. you taste Bourbon County, it's like, Oh my God! Well, that's not beer. Even right. when you it pour Bourbon anything. County out, you're like, that's not beer. <laughs> yeah, it, you know, it like, comes out. It looks like it's Pennzoil. Right, it looks right, so yeah. thick. Yeah. Or yeah. if you're a bunch of stumbling drunks and you run into one in Chicago on a bachelor party, you're like, what? The <laughs> you hell have that just on, you have Bourbon County on tap. <laughs> so, so you'd have the, uh, Boulevard, Bourbon County. What else should I buy? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm anchor, asking because I'm going to do this. Sale. 
for sure. Oh, can year. I give one a recommendation? Yeah, yeah, because uh, they turned me on to this, not to mention another brewery, but I know I know Sean's not going to care. The 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 Star Keller series yep. from from oh, Shells. That's yeah. a perfect oh, yeah. choice. They're anything yeah. Star yeah. Keller is because yeah. every one of those beers that yeah. they roll out is perfect for a family setting. I would say Boulevard Love Child. I love that beer. I, I don't. Number it, ten just came yeah, out uh, a couple months up. ago. So that's one of my all time favorite beers. That was like at my wedding. That was like mm-hmm. a beer I had to have at the. You're event. like, honey, I love you. And this beer. We made some really childhood. cool onesies with that one. <laughs> oh, so um, by great. any chance, would you, if you were going to do this, right, and you had people vote on their favorite, would you throw in a duval to just say, here's what beer is supposed to taste like? I think, I, you know what? I'm a huge advocate for, for classic beers. I think they get overlooked far too frequently. Duval is I mean, like... Duval is I the mean, perfect celebratory beer, too. I mean, if you start talking about... I mean, I explain that beer all the time as... A champagne inspired beer because that's what it is. We're actually using champagne glass for the actual bottle to continue to keep in that the giant carbonation that's in that beer. Uh, that is, and that for us as a company, December is one of our best months ever because that is a very much a celebratory beer. And if you talk about 750s, us as a company, we probably felt it more than most watching the 750 decline, being that we're very. Belgian forward mm-hmm. beers, especially on the Omega side of our business. Uh, but Duval uh, still continues to stay pretty strong in the 750 world. Uh, and that's available at a majority of stores still. So you know. Duval, you, you just happen to be a, a part of a conglomerate that owns <laughs> Duval and Omega and so the Boulevard. Duval, the Morgat family started Duval. And they're, yeah, they're uh, the same family-owned company that owns Duval, that started Omega, that uh, acquired Boulevard back in 2014. Is it, is it wrong to say that Duval is the quintessential perfect beer i mean it is so clean it's not it's uh, in a lot of worlds it's actually a perfectly 100 rated beer is is it yes okay so literally it gets a rating, 100 our, rating on the beer. lowest rating i think is a 98 so you're uh, joking no wow. so think about that so you have uh customers coming into your stores every single day yeah. and they're like what should i try and you want to say to them have you ever had a duval because that's what you know, this like, should taste like it's funny we just celebrated our seven-year anniversary at the minneapolis mm-hmm. shop our first store and that was 2012 when we opened, right? And it was so commonplace for craft beer drinkers back then to grab an American craft beer, but to also grab, you know, a Belgian beer mm-hmm. or, or a German beer, whatever it was. Like something that was, you know, uh, just flawless in execution mm-hmm. and um, consistency. Yes, and, and just tried and true. But it's a harder sell now to, really? to the to the newer market. Yeah. Why? Why do you think? I don't. You know, I think it's I think it's a little bit of the 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 hype. That that's around a lot of options, these, yes, hype, yeah, right? and you know it's like people really feel like they got to chase the shiny thing mm-hmm. right now, and I think it's important that that people really explore beer. Again, in that conversation with Garrett Oliver that we had, we talked about the spectrum of beer and how 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 wide it is and how complementary to things like food it is, and we really got away from you know that kind of homogenous light beer, you know. Uh, 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s style choice of the consumer and and opened up this huge world of beer. But now we've kind of got tipped the scales back to just like hazies, oh, right? So we've right. kind of become homogenous. You narrowed again. yourself right yeah, back yeah, to Yeah, hazies, we're just in yeah. this narrow part of the spectrum. And I think it's really important that if you love craft beer, that you explore different styles. You'd be surprised how quick you will uh, slip down that slope. And to bring it back to the imports or whatever, or Duval or even just Belgian beer in general to, to make it a little bit more generic, to the start of this discussion, how did John McDonald start Boulevard? Mm-hmm. He went to Europe and found amazing beer and went back and brought it to America or 
Greg or whoever else from Stone and Sierra, all these other amazing craft breweries in America really owe a debt of gratitude mm-hmm. to these countries that were making amazing beers that inspired them to bring these concepts back to America and start the craft beer revolution that these guys did. Uh, and, and we owe a lot. And that's, I mean, we tell that in our story. We actually have a, a, a really fun video at Boulevard of the story of John going to Belgium, coming back, you know, flying back and forth and, and then all coming full circle back in 2014 when, you know, it starts out with John paid a visit to Belgium. And found beer and blah, 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 blah. And then it comes back to Duval paid to Belgium. Duval paid a visit to Kansas City. Wow. You know, and it's all kind of come come full circle. And uh, American craft beer would not be where we are today if it weren't for some of the amazing beers that are made over in Europe. Uh, Boulevard Brewing Company, the guest here on the beer show. And as I mentioned earlier, two tastings per usual at both elevated locations in South Minneapolis tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. and in White Bear Lake from 3 to 5 p.m. on Saturday. You get to sample Boulevard Brewing Company beer for free. You guys good on time? For sure. All right, hang tight. We're going to be right back. Do not touch that radio dial. You're listening to the beer show live on Score North. And, of course, online, we are scorenorth.com. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Beer Show here on Score North and scorenorth.com. It's Reavers, it's Fratelloni, it's Ryan from Elevated Beer, Wine and Spirits, the official refueling station of the Beer Show, and our buddy Sean from Boulevard Brewing Company. Boys, I want to read a quick email. Um, it's from Craig Olson, who is a faithful listener of the Beer Show and another show that I do down the hallway on a podcast form, Garage Logic. He said, Reavers, hey, guess what? A few days after the Left Hand Brewing Company segment, which I think was the that was the Halloween show, right? I believe yeah, it was. Uh, yeah. uh, I was on a road trip to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Get, this is really cool. Uh, so I was on a road trip to Tulsa, Oklahoma. Since I enjoy Amber Ales, I thought I'd check the closest liquor store to the hotel I was staying at for Sawtooth Ale. We did a kind of an extended segment on Sawtooth on how they weren't. It wasn't available here anymore. Mm-hmm. My buddy from Rochester was really he mad, was mad and yeah. he wasn't going to take it anymore. Um, there were six packs. Uh, there were six packs of bottles on the shelf, but not in the cooler. I bought a six pack of Sawtooth Ale and put one bottle in the fridge in my hotel room, small fridge, and there were other beers in the fridge. The next day, I w- while watching the Gophers football game, I drank the Sawtooth Ale. What a great game and what a great beer. I went back to the liquor store and bought more Sawtooth Ale to bring back to Minnesota. Uh, on the drive back to Minnesota, I saw a roadside billboard in Oklahoma or Kansas that an advertisement of a meat market in 30 different kinds of brats. Then he goes on to talk about Grundhoffer's meat yeah, market. But did you laugh? But 30 anyway, different kinds of brats. I, yeah, and, uh, I, I did. Yeah, it's like uh, but Grundhoffer's cool has like that? 200. So here's a guy, Craig, who I, who I do know. Craig's awesome. So Craig was listening to us on our podcast forum in oh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, so cool. and said, I got to find some sawtooth. So that's now, amazing. get this, Sean. Now there's going to be someone out there that's in whatever market they are. Maybe they're even in Kansas City hearing the beer show on the vast and ever-expanding beer show network, and they're going to try and to find the Boulevard Anniversary Barrel Age. Isn't technology amazing? It is awesome. I absolutely love it. It it reminds me of back to... By the way, thank you, Craig. You're awesome. Yeah, thank you, buddy. As we were talking about we, we mentioned Fling briefly when we were talking about the, your new app and everything, Ryan. Yeah. On, I mean, that was not live. That was not promoted. When we talked about, and we'll talk oh, about Fling in a little bit, right. but we talked about Fling for a decent amount of time last time I was on here. Mm-hmm. And for a gentleman to go on your guys' website and buy three or four cases of product just, uh, just by this well, new I'm, uh, I'm, online store. I'm hoping that maybe the same gentleman might want to try some new flavors from Fling that we're about to talk about and currently stock. 
Yep. I believe we got him in yesterday. And you guys talked should about send that, him a hat, I mean, too. Yeah, we, oh, Don't absolutely. you have a fling hat? Send him a hat. Because that guy bought like a if, crazy yes, amount, didn't he? If you could email us. We can get some information or, from him, then yeah, we can get him taken right, care of. Yeah. yeah, you guys do that. I'm going to pour a yeah, little I think, bit of this I think here. one of the, the cool things that I'm, I may, she, I don't think she was there, actually, last time we talked. Uh, we recently, semi-recently hired uh, a new person just a couple months ago. It was probably right around that time uh, to, to run fling for us in Kansas City. And she is... Uh, you know, aka one of us. She's a Minnesotan. Oh, really? Yeah, she uh, actually went to college with her, uh, and uh, she's kicking kicking butt down there and, and running the whole fling store. So Any weird uh, hookup stories that you no. want to get off your chest? No. <laughs> no, no okay, no. Cool. Okay, let, let's talk about fling because <laughs> fling is by Boulevard, but it's totally a different concept than beer. Yes. And what we've noticed by drinking them during the show, they're incredibly easy to drink. <laughs> Right? Right, but the concept is absolutely brilliant, <laughs> go, and go I'm ahead. glad you guys De- are doing deceivingly it. Deceivingly drinkable. Oh, tell, tell us tell us what a, we're having and, and what we can add. So we have uh, two brand new flavors. So the to the listeners before we've 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 had four flavors: blood orange vodka soda, uh, margarita, a mai tai, and a cucumber lime gin and tonic. And the cucumber lime is one of the ones that you brought in the last time you were here. Correct. Yeah. That's what I thought. But, but, okay. but, but a blood orange vodka. It's blood orange vodka. Blood orange and, and vodka in the can. It's yes. not a beer. This no. Is a, so this is a cocktail. this is this, this is where yeah. we this is where we kind of ventured off to what all of our other fellow breweries in the world were doing. We're all aware of uh, the seltzer craze that has happened over the past couple of years. Don't say it, Mike. We went. Um, we wanted Minocle. to go a different direction. <laughs> we 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 wanted to go a different direction. <laughs> so we got into the the spirits game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this so these are spirit based cocktails where we work with distilleries mainly from around the Midwest to make pre made or we call uh, it's called RTD or ready to drink craft cocktails. Uh, and our brand is called Fling. There's not a whole ton of different brands out there right now. We're really for the most part, at least on a, on a national level, we're the only brewery doing it. There's a couple other guys that are playing in the category, but haven't gotten to uh, kind of the footprint that we're at right now. Uh, this started as, honestly, kind of a side hustle for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were going to go out to four or five dates and just kind of play around and see what was happening. Boom. But the response that we got from our distributors and our retailers was, this category is here. It's growing. People are excited about it. So as of as of right now, we went. we're in... 32 states. Wow. Uh, again, uh, as of May, we were planning on being in about five. And just you're just rolling up. Yep. I mean, you're just starting the process. We're very fortunate. Again, just like the barrel aging facility that we have with 5,000 barrels, mm-hmm. we have a, a giant canning line that we invested in a couple years ago. We have the facility, the capacity, the space, the, the team to do it. Um, it takes a lot of hard work to get done, but we're able to be vigilant in the fact of making the consistent quality product that we're putting in these cans, uh, which takes a lot of time. I'll, I'll tell you, I mean, we've, we've gone through a lot of different recipes for a lot of these cocktails that had to, you know, kind of get past the, the multiple stages of the team to give the final thumbs up of this is good stuff. And we're really happy that we finally founded um, or landed on the vodka, the gin, the margarita, the Mai Tai, but now introducing, we have a rye whiskey mule and a bourbon smash. Uh, so we're we're getting into the cooler months now here in Minnesota. Right. So the brown spirits are going to start to take over, and that's what I I'm more of a whiskey guy personally. <laughs> and this whiskey mule is uh, might get me in trouble this winter. <laughs> so uh, one of the things in, that I, I've always loved doing about the show, you you kind of never know like what what route the the show is going to take. And oftentimes, you know, especially in the early stages of of us doing the show, it'd be you know, is the guest going to be able to come on and talk you know a lot about 
about this kind of very thing. But then you bring Sean on, and he never shuts up. So you kind of have to, <laughs> which we love, it's, by the way, because it's we very true. that's I so much better. But I want to I want to take a quick break from that to go back to the bear. Are you are you rolling on this, Michael? Because I have a very cool photo I that like I want to share with done. you guys. So I just want to go back to the 30th anniversary ale of the barrel aged ale because uh, Steve was listening to us. Uh, uh, probably I'm gonna guess either uh, on the radio or maybe he was listening online and he tweeted out a photo. I don't even know what establishment he was at, but he just picked up two 30th anniversary. He took your... See? Sean, he took your advice. He bought two of them. I'm sure he's going to polish one off, probably watching football tonight, and then he's going to sell her the other one. But Smart man. I just retweeted that. He says, Reavers, found four. Should I get some more? (laughs) Not a bad idea. I would buy them all if you found four. I would get them all. Did you get that in there, Michael? Look at that. That, That's courtesy of Steve via the Twitter. So I also just retweeted that if people want to check that out. That is so cool, Steve. Thanks for for sending that in. Take it away, Sean. What's your guys' name? Uh, uh, Steve Donarski cool. is uh, just tweeted that at me, so that's really cool. Anyway, well. continue. See so. if you can get his information. I'll send him the hat or something. <laughs> you know, one thing, Sean, that I want to talk to you about fling is um, I, so I for people who've listened for the last seven years, I'm a beer drinker, but I'm also a, a mixed drink drinker. Mm-hmm. But I never mix drinks at home because I'm not going to open a new soda bottle and then the bottle goes. I mean, I'm not a ten drink drinker at home. I'm just a one drink drinker at right. home. So is that what you're going after? You're going after the person who wants to just pour one drink into a into a, a glass and you're going to relax at home or you know a couple potentially without having to have the lime on hand and the the soda That's, on hand or the tonic on hand. You no, know, uh, our my boss's boss's boss says it best. He's like he likes to make a cocktail at home. But his house is where limes go to die. Yes. You, know? <laughs> you, you, get, you, you get all the great intentions of making a classic cocktail and putting all the ingredients in it and doing all the work, and then it just never really happens. You, just, yeah. you have those good intentions, um, which is, I think, a good reason why our number two seller, which surprised me, is our Mai Tai. Mm-hmm. So our, the Mai Tai, everyone, everyone likes Mai Tais. They're fruity. They're tropical. They're, they're tasty, they're refreshing, they're high ABV. No one wants to make them. It's, there's seven, eight Unless different... Unless you have six people yeah, over, right? Eight, and there's um, eight different ingredients. Sure. You gotta go buy all the but different you're right. No, how, it's how too, it's like it? It's almost like a grilled cheese. Yeah. Everyone loves to eat a grilled cheese, but it takes too much damn work <laughs> no, to make a grilled no, cheese. No, grilled cheese are actually quite easy. <laughs> My tie has six ingredients. Grilled cheese has two, you moron. Come on. Well, three if you include butter. But that's true. <laughs> Well, you want to get cute and tomatoes and bacon and oh. they all do all the whole thing. But uh, to that point, so yeah, absolutely in certain situations, especially like a drink like a Mai Tai, mm-hmm. um, it makes it a little bit easier for the people at home. Uh, but for what it really ends up being is uh, convenience and speed of service. So especially in a, a state like Minnesota, very being uh, much an outdoor sports state and sure. cycling and all the different, going to the, the, the beach and going camping yeah. and going kayaking and going ice fishing or regular fishing mm-hmm. or whatever you might be doing. It's, it's a great thing to grab on the go. So you don't have to bring that bottle of vodka and that tonic and whatever else, you, all these different ingredients that you might need. You can grab a four pack of our blood orange vodka soda or cucumber lime gin and tonic or whatever it might be. Uh, it's really just a convenience. Ryan, factor. tell me approximately how much these cost per can. Like, what, what's my drink cost well, per can? Or what does a four pack cost? Four packs, I believe, are like around twelve bucks. 12, 12 uh, okay, so a few bucks a, yeah. a drink. So a drink you'd buy at a restaurant for seven bucks. You're making for three bucks at home and not wasting all of the extra stuff that you'd have to have to make that drink. Right. Okay. No brainer. And what you I mean, could do is like you could kind of be sneaky about it and pretend like you have this like you know great 
craft cocktail set up mm-hmm. in your yeah. house and you just reach in the <laughs> fridge <laughs> and yeah, yeah open it up do you recommend pouring these over ice or ice? so that's a it's a total personal preference okay. um again it's a convenience thing so most people that are using it on the go whether it's camping or fishing or on a canoe like that's going to be coming out of the can uh i personally enjoy pouring it over ice just because you would just a normal cocktail sure. it's it's really just like what you're comfortable with because sometimes it's just it's different drinking a cocktail out of the can right but that that was the same thing for years about craft beer it yeah. took it took a while to get craft beer completely no, you're right. changed yes. into into the can. So I think it's a complete personal preference. If you want to pour it over ice, go for it. If you want to drink it out of the can, go for it. Do whatever you want. No. If you think it's good, it's no. good. Yeah. No. <laughs> this deserves to be you have to have a little a bit of time. You can go ahead and get some ice into a glass and then make it like a cocktail. You I, I can't remember because had a couple drinks now if <laughs> if you were telling the story about duval mm-hmm. how you can only you you were at a bar and, and they were pouring duval and they ran out of glasses and they said time out in belgium yeah in belgium yep. we're not gonna pour this beer again until we have the right instrument to give it to you because we want to give it to you in the best possible scenario and i think fling is the same thing i mean you can gun one in the can but come on, put a little ice in there, pour it into a yeah. glass, relax a little bit. You don't have to, this isn't something you're going to chug, right? You're going right. to sit down and relax. It's the same concept. There might be a couple of U of M fans after last week, and that might have that might, that, yeah. <laughs> well, You know, point taken. You're right. You won. You know, Mike uh, just sent me the video that he took of me explaining uh, the really cool tweet that we got from Steve. And I have to admit one very Thing. I'm probably the only guy in America that continues to get better looking with age. Okay. I, mean, I, 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 think, I think you might have gotten a haircut. Yeah, recently. I think I, yes. think I did. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 really cool. And you must have done just some push-ups because your pectoral muscles. Boulevard <laughs> Brewing Company is the guest here on the Beer Show, courtesy of our friends from Elevated Beer, Wine, and Spirits. Two tastings, like they do every single week. This Friday, that would be tomorrow from 5 to 7 p.m. at the South Minneapolis location. That is located at Hiawatha and 42nd in South Minneapolis. That is Chris Reber's official refueling station also this saturday from 3 to 5 p.m at the white bear lake store ryan you get to try boulevard and you get to try it for free you do yeah and uh god these beers uh, everything they make mainline to these specialties they're they're worth revisiting and i gotta say you haven't had them in a while if you've never had them these are the opportunities to to try them out i know you guys are sold out at south minneapolis but if i had a little sip of the 30th anniversary barrel aged holy crap it's fire. You got to find some, yeah. find one because this is incredible. Yeah, this is really, really good. And hey, when quick shout here because we talked about you know Minneapolis being your store, mm-hmm. right? The White Bear Lake Fratellonis is my store. Sure, and I want nice. you know, and, I, and I've and I've been. I just want to do a quick public service announcement, right? Like Mike talks about this cool program that he has where you can bring in your lawnmower every mm-hmm. year or mm-hmm. your snowblower at the end of that season. And have it tuned up and stored for you for the entire season. I finally heeded that advice. All right. This past week. And I brought my lawnmower to the White Bear store, dropped it off, and I'm going to have it tuned up and cleaned up for the first time in its life cycle. Like, right? And it's out like of your garage. Six, it's, it's, it's six years. I've never done anything to it. Now I'm bringing it in. It's out of my garage. I don't have to deal with it. And they're taking care of it. Great service. I just want to show you know a little bit of props to you, Mike, because we talk about beer a lot and, and, and you're you know huge into it. But... You're a hardware guy too, and it's important to 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 point that out. And what you know you guys what? Do. Thank you so much for saying that. But it's almost so popular. Stop. We can't even. <laughs> maybe don't even bring yours in. No, bring bring it in. But, but it, it's it. it's so it's been so popular because guys just like you, yeah. like I don't want to dink around taking the gas out of my machine. I don't mm. want to have to trip over it in the garage because I have two kids and two cars in the garage. And you just get it out. Huh. It is. Un- 
unbelievable the amount of people who so bring So what I'm going to do then tomorrow is I'm going to take mine to the Eden Prairie Fred alone. And just drop it off. Thank Mike you. Mike said you would yeah. take care of this for yeah. me. And could you store it sideways <laughs> so it takes up extra space? You got one in Burnsville, yeah. right? Yes, we yeah. do. Okay. It's a cool program, yeah. and, and I... And I finally took advantage so i just wanted to let people know because at, at this point in the year most people are done using their bagger to pick up leaves or whatever yep. so it would be a good time if you weren't already full and no we're not already full so bring it in and then the best part is when we text you and say hey your machine's ready come pick it up it's lovely drop off your snowblower and just cross it over it and just keep doing it cost you a hundred bucks or whatever the tune-up costs approximately like that but it's out of your garage and we're not doing a commercial for me right but i feel like now is the time to get it's a cool concept it is a cool concept yeah. and it is a ton of work but it keeps our mechanics busy every single day of the year that's why we get the best mechanics because instead of them being laid off during the winter they're working they're working yep. and they're working as hard as they can so we literally have the best of the best of the best it's all right, awesome. so we got about three minutes to go here. Um, if people, Sean, want to find out more about this really cool profile they guys have these canned craft cocktails, or you know, maybe they want to know more about the 30th anniversary barrel age, uh, where can they find all of that information? Pretty much sir? find it on boulevard.com. Uh, we do have a whole bunch of different social media channels with Fling, with Boulevard, Only Gang Duel. We all, it's all pretty, pretty much got their separate social medias and websites. So check them all out. Uh, yeah, we're excited going into the holiday season to to have everyone enjoy uh, our awesome libations. That's really cool. It's a continued success, my man. It's always a, a treat having you in. And uh, we didn't even tout the fact that you're basically the smartest beer person in the state of Minnesota. That just I thought that went without. <laughs> I don't think you even had to mention that. But no, but seriously, uh, thanks for coming oh, in. Thanks, and guys. I love success, being man. here. You got it, uh, Ryan. So yes. I know that these guys are uh, you guys are big fans of Boulevard, and this will be a fun couple of tastings at Elevated. Yeah, we're really looking forward to these tastings as always. And you know, if you can't make it to the tastings, you can definitely find Boulevard at our web store. Check this thing out. Download the app. You know, I, mm-hmm. again, I feel like that's that perfect utility app. Get it on your phone, whether it's a holiday party. That, that you're maybe running out of time planning for or you know, you're in a situation where you are having a party and you can't go to the store, you're going to find a reason you're going to want to use this. So download that app. Just search Elevated Beer on your app. You'll pull it up right away and uh, be in business. And buy the beer for next week's show. So when we're talking about it, you can taste it and drink it with us. And then um, and then uh, tweet, is that what they call it? Sure. Tweet Reavers and we'll talk about you on the radio. You mean you could be just like Steve did? Yeah, I mean, uh, how cool is that? That was that's, awesome. That's I really, love this really interactive cool. stuff with the beer show. It's great. Yeah. We need more of that. So yeah. I have a question. Uh, I, I know I, I've, I've ordered stuff via the app and had it delivered to work because I know my bosses <laughs> love that. I sent you that video and yeah. you never put it up. I know whatever. I did. I'm such a horrible, horrible co-host okay. with you. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but this is something, even though it's a specialty beer, if it's on your shelf in your store, could I get something like this delivered? Great point. Yeah, we have we have live inventory on our web store. So if it if it gets received by our system and it's in stock... It's ready to go. And that goes for the hazies. You know, that goes for all these specialty releases. You're going to have access to those beers if they're in stock, which is, I mean, kind of unique no. in itself. You so know? Black Friday, guess what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? Bourbon County. I'm just going to sit there and hammer that app. <laughs> there you go. Hey, uh, <laughs> it's going to be a little tough, but it's, go for it. I'm it, joking. It might, be, it might be a loophole we have to close at some point, but for right now it exists. <laughs> the Reavers rule? Yeah. we got to close the loophole. It was totally <laughs> fine until Reavers went on there. Awesome. Hey, man, thanks thanks for everything. We thank appreciate you. you. We'll talk to you again uh, next week. Michael, thank you so much. Hey, Reavers, you're the best. And if you missed any portion of the program, please feel free to check out the podcast. You can find it on online at scorenorth.com and also available on Podcast One. For Mike Fratelloni with Fratelloni.
Downey's Ace Harbor and Garden Stores. My name is Chris Reavers. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's edition of The Beer Show. We'll talk to you again next Thursday night, live inside of the TCL Broadcast Studios. Until then, cheers. Cheers.